is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. What is a black swan event and why are some so seriously concerned that one is heading right smack dab our way this year? What does it mean? Well, it's particularly at a time where things are already a little dicey, we're sort of on edge about everything. We'll discuss. Dig into it all. Plus, the latest breaking news. Michigan Supreme Court with a big win for Trump. Get into the election 2024. It's never a dull moment, particularly during the holidays. Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today. We're back right after this on the Glenn Beck Program. My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why my pillow now has my towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now my pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherper cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towels six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Ah, Merry Christmas. Am I still allowed to say that? I think so, at least for a while. You still got the 12 days of Christmas and all that. I don't know if you're over it yet or not. I I still seem to be a little bit in the festive uh, mood. And then Happy New Year. I can say that, too. Yesterday was Kwanzaa. Can't say that I celebrate. I did not celebrate Kwanzaa. And, you know, I got a guy coming up a little bit later on in the program. He is an expert. He's written a book on Marxism. I had Karl Marx himself, actually, written the book on it. The guy will tell you why Kwanzaa is a joke and a little bit about the founder. But more more importantly, I think he's going to kind of pull the curtain back on a lot of the things that we've been seeing, experiencing, and feeling over the course of the, uh, the last several years here in the country, where it all comes from. Uh, a lot of people aren't aware of the uh, of the reality A lot of things we're just seeing is, well, it's a byproduct of all of the chaos sown by these these Marxists, the people that want revolution and in uh, in ways that uh, that, well, you're you're seeing the chickens come home to roost, so to speak. Right. Uh, It should be an interesting program talking to him, talking about the board a little bit later on this uh, this uh, this show as well. We're going to hear from Abe Hamaday, who is running for Congress down in Arizona. Now, this Arizona, uh, interesting place. Abe actually won, ran for attorney general. I, I think that was a 40 m slip. Did I say one? For, well, some people believe that he did. <laughs> in fact, it, Abe may have something to say about that, too. He'll be on the program this morning as well. I've got to get to uh, the latest breaking news out of uh, out of uh, Michigan. This is the Michigan Supreme Court with President Trump ruling that he can stay 
on the ballot just came out. We've got this today uh, out of the uh, the Detroit News. Michigan Supreme Court won't hear appeal seeking to block Trump from the state's primary ballot. So he gets to stay on, at least for now, in uh, in Michigan. Now, this is part of the... Uh, this is part of the coordinated effort all across Democrats trying to sow chaos here. And, of course, these are the people who love democracy. <laughs> love democracy so much, got to protect it. We can't even allow you to vote on a guy. <laughs> We're for a guy. Can't even let this guy be on the ballot. That's how much we love democracy. Oh, yeah. Give me a break. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that coming up here and the effects of all of that. Uh, coming up in the uh, in the program in, in due time as well. But first, this is probably the biggest story so far of the last few days. Deface the nation on CBS. Believe it was Sunday. Catherine Harris, who is uh, one of the reporters, she's a lot of time at the Pentagon and Defense Department, doing a lot of uh, a lot of work closely with the individuals of the know there and uh, she's had some interesting reports lately been in the news and not just making or reporting but sort of making the news in some ways too which you, you don't really really want to do if you're a reporter but here she is giving her an opinion this looks to be like a round table they did what's coming up in the next year and she says it's a black swan event well mine's a little dark i just feel a lot of concern that 2024 may be the year of a black swan event mm. this is a national security event with high impact that's very hard to predict um, there are a number of cons, uh, concerns that I have that factor into that, and not only this uh, sort of enduring heightened threat level that we're facing, uh, the wars in Israel, also Ukraine, and we're so divided in this country in ways that we haven't seen before, and I think that just creates fertile ground for our adversaries like North Korea, China, and Iran, and that's what uh, concerns me most. Well, uh and I, I shared this on X, by the way, I'm on Twitter or X or Facebook or all the different platforms at Mr. Justin Barclay. I shared it earlier um, and <laughs> got to give him got to give him credit. Uh, bipolar tweets back coming. This is a black swan of it coming. He said, coming. Are you sure? We haven't been living one for the last couple of years. I kind of, uh, I, it's a good point. It's pretty solid. I think we're living a black swan event in some way. But the, the tough part of the black swan event, I, I, I sort of agree with some of the things that she said, but I want to tell you that the, um, I've got the, actually I've got the definition right here for you. This is according to the, what she said was more related to national security, but I've, this is the definition of a of a black swan event is according to uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica. This is how they call it: a high impact event that is difficult to predict under normal circumstances, but that, in retrospect, in other words, when you look back on it, you didn't see it coming. But when you look back on it, you go, "Oh yeah, duh, yeah, it's no wonder." You look back on it. It appears to have been inevitable. A black swan event is unexpected and therefore difficult to prepare for, but is often rationalized with the benefit of hindsight as having been unavoidable. The earliest known reference, black swan event occurs in the Roman poet Juvenal's poem, Satire the, the Sixth, in which he describes potential qualities of a woman worthy of marriage. 
Yada, 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 yada. Okay, so I will tell you that in some ways, stock market crashes, war, rumors of war, all those things. We're going, we're currently going through right now and certainly seem to be on the horizon. Um, if you've been paying attention, in other words, if you listen to this program or any other, uh, uh, consume any piece of news at all, if you have a couple of brain cells firing together at the same time, you're paying attention, you're aware, you're conscious, you're awake, as some of the folks would say uh, at this point. Um, none of this is going to be any surprise. So especially the things that she just predicted. A black swan event, by definition, is something that you say you can't see coming, but when you look back, you say was unavoidable. This is the times we're living in now. I hate to use the word unprecedented, but that's... <sighs> that's that's really where we find ourselves, right? We, we're in a place right now. It's really not like, well, in some ways, it's very much like other times in history. But in, in some ways, it's also not like anything else that we've ever experienced. And, and partially, that's due to technology. Yeah, there are national security effects, uh, impacts and concerns and all kinds. We got China out there. We got Russia. We've got the war with Ukraine. We got corruption at levels we've never seen before in this country, the swamp, et cetera. We've got all of these things happening all at the same time. We got a wide open border that you could, I mean, not just drive a truck through, but you could drive truckloads through, and they're doing it, train loads on a daily basis. They're flying people out in airplanes all throughout the country, and then we don't even know who these people are that are coming in. The barn door's been left wide open, and yes, black swan event. I don't even think that begins to describe what's possible right now. To me, the black swan event would be, what if nothing happens? Well, that would certainly be unexpected i don't know if it's unavoidable but that would be to me if nothing happens at least in the next year that would be a black swan event now i i sort of i wanted to wait but i think i can sprinkle some in because I'm, I'm filling in for Glenn over the next couple of days here and i'm thinking you know the last day was the last friday the last day before the new year and I was thinking about doing some predictions so I don't necessarily know if I want to go say predictions here but what do you see on the horizon 2024 I'm just curious what are you seeing that's coming I mean, I haven't even begun to scratch the surface. Cyber attacks, some sort of a grid failure, whether that's from, you know, some sort of electromagnetic pulse EMP type thing or whether that's a cyber attack. We're seeing that constantly we're under attack on the on the not just the grid, but all sorts of the critical infrastructure in this country. Uh, I mean, I've, I've never seen the country so vulnerable. It's that, or maybe there's an issue with another terror event, some some major issue that takes place, people coming across the border, or maybe there's something else that we can't even, I haven't even thought of yet. 
that would be the black swan. What what do you say? I'm just curious because I want to take the pulse of this audience. This audience is the most plugged in. It is the most aware. It is the most informed audience that I've ever had the pleasure, the honor of being able to, to enjoy time with. You know more about what's going on because you got your... You know, I got your ear to the ground. You got to get the pulse of things because you're living it on a daily basis. And that's one of the things about talk radio, by the way, is you, you get a chance to do radio. And I've been doing it since I was a kid. But I, you can't fool. You can't fake it. You just can't fool around because you'll find out in a hurry that the audience is, is much, much smarter uh, much more aware, as I mentioned, than, than a lot of times in the host is. I think there'd probably even be times as as plugged in, as visionary as, as Glenn is himself. I mean, I think there are probably even times that this audience will stump or surpass him, even him at times. But that's just... That's just a credit to what we're doing here. We're having conversations, of course, that you can't have anywhere else. We're talking about what matters most. So here's what I want to know. What do you see coming? They just said Black Swan event. She's out there. You know, to me, it's the first time. Now they're actually out there putting it out. We're starting to hear hints and hints. and There's something coming. I don't know why necessarily, but we, we tend to be, it looks like, at least more comfortable at saying, Oh, no, look out, there is something on the horizon. At least, even in the mainstream media, they're covering this now. CBS, Deep Face the Nation. What do you see coming? 888-727-BECK. That's 888-727-BECK. Back for Beck in just moments. Justin Barkley in the Glenn Beck Program. Your home is so much more than the place you live. It's an investment tool as well. And you can put that tool to use and access the equity that you have as cash to pay off those high interest credit cards. Did you know the average credit card rate now is hovering around 25%? Some people are paying in 30 plus every single month. I mean, it's insane. If you're not paying that debt off in full every month, those fees are adding up and you just can't let that happen, which is why you need to look at your spending, your financing, your debt. Better yet, let American Financing do that for you. This is a family-owned mortgage lender. They're not a bank. You're important to them. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. If you call them today, you might be able to close in as fast as 10 days and even delay two mortgage payments. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of 826 bucks a month. That could be life-changing. So call today, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So what do you see coming? What is your prediction for 2024? I think over the next couple of days, I'll do a couple of these here and there and then finally fill out the big Friday show, uh, leaning into what you see coming. As I mentioned, Black Swan event, Catherine Herridge, CBS defaced the nation the other day, made the point. She says a Black Swan event is coming. It's just a matter of time. What would that look like? She names a couple of possibilities. I'm just curious, as as someone who is listening to talk radio, you're plugged into the news, you're what you're just you're connected with reality. 
which is a stark contrast to folks who believe you can be whatever you want to be, whatever gender, whatever. Saying it, you you can do whatever, whatever it is that you want to do. Do it if it feels all that stuff. But a stark reality, a difference, a contrast from. Those who are completely disconnected. You are. Oh, mine's a little dark. I just feel a lot of concern that 2024 may be the year of a black swan event. Mm -hmm. This is a national security event with high impact that's very hard to predict. Um, There are a number of uh, concerns that I have that factor into that. Not only this uh, sort of enduring heightened threat level that we're facing, uh, the wars in Israel, also Ukraine. And we're so divided in this country in ways that we haven't seen before. And I think that just creates fertile ground for our adversaries. Like yeah, It's almost like it's intentional. North Korea, China, and Iran. And that's what mm. uh, concerns me most. So that's that's, a probably, that's probably the other piece of this that, that ought, to be, ought to be admitted as well. It's almost like it's intentional. You mean the border being left wide open? You mean the... The war with Ukraine, of course, what's happening in Israel. You you mean all these issues coming together? It's almost like it's intentional. <laughs> I, I kind of have to laugh about it because um, I, all of the chaos we've seen since Biden has taken office, and I do mean that, all of it we've seen since the very beginning it's like engineered chaos. Rahm Emanuel's famous quote, never let a good crisis go to waste. That's, that's, that's what we're seeing happen. Now, whether they engineer it or whether they take full advantage of it when it happens, either way. I don't know which one's worse. That's, that's my, I was listening to a clip of a guy, CIA agent, doing a podcast. A really good podcast, actually. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's it's like former military special ops. I want to say it's Sean something. Actually, good. He's just great work. Lots of really solid interviews. And the CIA guy I've seen on a couple of different shows, but they were talking about this this idea that if it you know whether something's a conspiracy theory or not, whether something you know it could be a conspiracy theory or whether it's just it. In other words, whether it's intentional or whether it's just incompetence. And he says, you know, nine times out of ten, one of the rules they had, he said at CIA, was if 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 it is most more likely, chances are that it is, that, that this whole issue, whatever you're looking at, comes from somebody messing up. Comes from somebody making a mistake. Uh, there are just so many these days. And my question is, I don't know which one's worse. It, it, whether all of the chaos, the insanity, the weakness, all of the vulnerability we see in this country, I don't know if it, which one's worse, whether it's incompetence or whether it's intentional. And again, I don't want to take you too far down the rabbit hole, but grab your tinfoil hat. A little bit later on in the program, we're going to be talking to a man who wrote the book on on some of this, I believe, um, but particularly what we're seeing happening to our kids in the schools and all the theory, right? All the theory, conspiracy theory, and well, that's conspiracy theory, but 
the Marxism, the all of the critical this theory, critical that theory. Uh, it's that this is this is reality. They're teaching these things in school, and and, and it's I mean it's it's all levels of of indoctrination uh, at this point. It, it's it's every from the from the day the kids get into the kindergarten classroom, these these teachers are pushing it on them. All right, I've got to take a break, but when I come back, I gotta get. I'm gonna to get to your phone calls. Um, so stand by for that. If you wanted to weigh in on this, what do you see coming? We just heard CBS to face the nation. Catherine Harrod says she thinks a black swan event. She kind of went through a number of things that are possible around there. What do you see coming in the days ahead, 2024? At least we'll grab your calls coming up in just moments. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. That's eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. The Glenn Beck program. Your car is like an extension of you. Am I right? It goes wherever you go from work to the gym, picking up the kids, dining out, visiting grandma. So when your car breaks down, it's kind of like. You're breaking down. At least you will from the cost of fixing it. Am I right? But fear not, because Car Shield has your back like they've had mine with my trucks up at the ranch. Don't worry about how much it's going to cost to fix your car when it breaks down, because you'll have a protection plan like I do with Car Shield. It covers more than 5,000 parts, from alternators to big ticket items like transmissions. You pay by the month with no long term contract commitment, and the cost will never go up thanks to Car Shield's price lock guarantee. No matter how many claims you file, no matter what happens with inflation, you're stuck on the side of the road. Access CarShield's 24-7 roadside assistance. Get going now. Call 800-227-6100, 800-227-6100, or go to carshield.com slash Beck and save 20%. carshield.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. Miss this show? Listen anytime, anywhere podcasts are found. Stick around. More after the break. Thousands, thousands more than ever before headed our way. Border wide open. The caravan, maybe the biggest, the largest ever, headed to the United States as we speak now. And some of that audio you hear, obviously, these uh, folks that are making their way in. Massive migrant caravan headed to the U.S.-Mexico border, largest in over a year. May balloon up to 15,000 people. One of the activists there warning. New York Post with this story. Making his way through Mexico to the U.S. border largest in more than a year. 730,000 asylum seekers. Illegals here. Encountered at the southern border since October alone. That's the latest statistics. Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program. One of the questions I wanted to ask you was, what do you see coming in the next couple of years or in the next year or so? At least uh, that's the focus of what uh, Catherine Harridge had to say on Deface the Nation the other day. A black swan event, she says, she sees coming. Another op- couple of options on this. My, I, this is black swan, usually something they say they didn't see coming. And yet, when you look back, they say, well, no, that was that was predictable. 
it was inevitable. I wanted to just grab a couple. I got uh, Penny on Co- in Colorado, it looks like. Uh, up first, 888-727-BECK is a number. 888-727-BECK. What do you see coming? You're on the Glenn Beck program. Hey, Justin. You know, I, I really, in the chatter around me, I hear that the open borders really is about just getting the vote. And I see a much darker picture than that. I see total breakdown of society in our schools, in our finances, in our groceries, with the floods that are taking place in our voting system. I see a total breakdown by a flood just so that the left or whomever is running the White House right now really can control what we need instead of us choosing for ourselves. You know, that's really interesting, Penny. It's um, it's because no matter what, this is the thing, no matter what happens, whether it's intentional or just because of the incompetence of these people in charge, their, their goal, their key is never let a good crisis go to waste is to use it to push through whatever it is that they want to do. And they've got all these plans sitting on the shelf like we see every time um, to, to, to push forward and, and move, move ahead, whatever it is that they want. What do you what do you think is the next? What do you see that they want? I mean, we know some of the case of you read Glenn's books. You've been paying attention to the documentation that some of these folks put out. What do you see that they want to push forward next? A key priority. Mm, I think it's, I think there's going to be a lot of lawlessness. I think there is going to be a financial um, catastrophe where we are no longer in charge of our finances, but they're being managed by somebody who does not have good intentions for this country. And I see a breakdown of the family and, and faith. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you for your call today. I, I appreciate it. I, I will say this. Um, we've seen a lot of this already take place. The breakdown of the family. Breakdown in faith. We've already seen a lot of that over the last few years. It's become more and more evident. I will say that I think as things get worse, we've seen it definitely in times of tragedy. September 11th is one that I can I remember vividly is how people did come back to their faith and looking for answers matter of fact that sort of ties in with some of the good news i have it was despite all that kind of started out heavy this morning <laughs> the, black, the black swan event it kind of started a little bit heavy that's okay though that's okay because i've got some good news and um it sort of ties into what i want to make sure that i get across it, coming up here in, the, in a bit. I want to get a couple more phone calls first. Let's go to Craig in Tennessee. Craig, you are on the Glenbeck program. Appreciate you calling in. Happy New Year, Justin. Thank you. You too. I, uh, I had the luxury of predicting a trifecta back in 2016, which was the Chicago Cubs win the World Series, uh-huh. Trump wins the presidency, and Brexit takes effect. And I've got a new trifecta for this year. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you got any lottery numbers while we're at it? <laughs> I'm telling you, that was the longest trifecta ever in the world. But yeah. um, I got one here. Biden is going to be gone before the end of his term. Yeah. They have to get rid of him. They cannot let him run. They're gonna- what, do you, what do you think happens there? Because I, I think there are a lot of people that agree. I have... 
I've I've said that. Look, I mean, he's not going to be. I, I, what I see happening, they got the Plan B team. There is Gavin uh, Gruesome, Gavin Newsom, the American psycho, governor of the People's Republic of California, who's waiting in the wings, and there's just a. The Wolverine Queen, Gretchen Whitmer, the governor in uh, in People's Republic of Michigan, where I'm at, who who also is. If I think there's any number of people, and honestly, it doesn't matter who it is. They want to install someone, a fresh face, because they know Biden's poll numbers are so bad. He's so unpopular. Uh, and and he is really almost at the point now where almost he's almost physically incapable of, of being the face of whatever it is. Because, you know, they get the machine. There's an army of Obama uh, former Obama administrations that are administrators that are behind the scenes, kind of pulling the levers, and so they just somebody will go along with whatever it is that they want to do. I think. How do you think they get him out? How do you how do, how do they switch him out? They 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 win the primaries. They say his medical problems get yeah. worse. Yeah. And they just walk him out and they nominate whoever they want. I mean, that's what they're yeah. going to do. They're, they got to yeah. get rid of him. They have to get rid of him. That's kind of what I've seen, too, the, yeah. The other part of the trifecta is they, they're going to take out Trump. I don't know if it's going to be by assassination or what, but they cannot let him run. They, <sighs> the, the way they're going after him with no holes barred, they're going to take him out. I mean, there's, there's just... Uh, it it just is too obvious. I mean, they're they they they're going to lose the Supreme Court. They're going to lose getting them off the ballots, and they have to take them out somehow. It's very obvious that that is how desperate they are. They pray for our country, and although I look, you're not the only one who's mentioned this, and I I do. Um, I think that we are getting down to a point where again, we just got the news from Michigan. The Colorado news kind of backfired. Uh, the news from Michigan uh, that the Supreme Court in the state of Michigan is not going to move forward with that uh, appeal to, to kick him off the ballot. They're not going to do that. Um, so, you know, there's something to be said for that. Um, I hate to think of anything that would be, you know, like you suggested, what Tucker suggested, but these things are realities that, you know, if you're really looking at how, bad things are um and how backed up into a corner the, the sort of the caged wild animals get uh what they'll do that just it, the ends justifies the means there's no stuff there's everything's on the table in other words and craig gets a it's a great point what is your number it says number one we got biden will be out trump will be out of the picture in some way uh maybe uh hopefully not in in any sort of um uh, it'll act towards him. But then number three, what's number three for you? Uh, China's got to take out uh, Taiwan before Biden leaves office. It's, that's very obvious that they're going to do that. And if they told him that, they're going to do it. I mean, simple. Uh, people aren't talking about it seriously, but that is going to happen. When a man speaks uh, <laughs> directly to the president and tells him, you got to listen, and uh, Biden is going to let it happen. Craig in Tennessee, thank you. We're going to put those on the board and see. Uh, cool. I mean, I, I just would pray for, obviously, this country. I pray for our, our leaders, not just not just President Trump. I, I play Biden as well. Uh, I would pray that he softly <laughs> and comfortably gets a, a landing. Not a golden parachute, but a landing um, 
justice, I think, is probably the best. I mean, it's just a, 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 a definitely some of the things I see, you, you know, you look at some of the if you've ever had anybody that you love, you care about that has had mental, you know, these memory issues and, and you know, goes through what he's going through right now. I just never want to see anybody go through that. But you also remember the guy has the keys to the nuclear codes, right? And you would, if this was his, your grandpa, you would take the keys from the Buick away. You would, you would have a tough conversation and that, 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 that needs to happen. And, and if, uh, if he stays as the nominee, chances are that will happen in 2024. Um, so I guess that sort of goes along with what he said. I got more, I get some more phone calls in here. Triple eight, seven, two, seven back the black swan event. I, I wanted to save some of these, predictions at least to the maybe the last day but i think i'll get a few more but there's also a piece of this no matter what you hear today no matter what you hear in the news there's a piece that i want to give you a little bit of good news a little bit of hope a little bit of encouragement through it all one piece i want to add coming up after this justin barkley in today for glenn on the glenn Beck program back next glenn Beck. If you want to improve your shooting accuracy, you need a Mantis X. The Mantis X is a high-tech but easy-to-use system used extensively by the military, and it improves your shooting quality and gives you the confidence in your ability to protect what you love. It's a must-have for every responsible gun owner. Here's how it works. You put the Mantis X onto your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth, and it gives instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct the technique. The Mantis X, it's like a firearms instructor in your pocket. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes just by using Mantis X. The best shooters in the world do dry fire practice at home every day. And the Mantis X is the best way to train at home. No driving to the range, no spending money on range fees or ammo. You're going to save a ton of money and improve your shooting. So start improving today. Get your Mantis X at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. Seventeen, seventeen on the FBI terror watch list caught attempting entry at the southern border. Border Patrol officials in the month of November identified 17 individuals on the FBI's terror watch list attempting to illegally enter the United States outside an established port of entry on the southern border. Those are the ones we know about. Learned that the highest uh, terror threat level of all time, you know, all these vulnerabilities, all these issues, these are what folks are pointing to when they just look at one of the aspects, and we're getting hit from every single angle. And this is Biden's America. Triple eight seven two seven Beck B E C K asking you because Catherine Harridge from CBS. Deface the nation on Sunday said the, the black swan event is on the way in 2024. This would be one that you didn't see coming, but when you look back, it was inevitable. COVID. Somebody mentioned, um, well, <laughs> that's kind of a, kind of a good point. 
Tim in Iowa is on the Glenn Beck program. Hi, Tim. Thanks for calling in. Hi, Justin. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, whenever people say that the Biden administration is incompetent or they don't know what they're doing, they know exactly what they're doing. And they're just setting us up for the black swan event. It's going to be something big. And once that happens, the old executive order, it can delay elections. It can take over governments. And it's, it's just inevitable because the whole world seems to be burning right now. You know, there used to be a time, Tim, when I would say to you, ah, Tim, no, they're not going to do it. They wouldn't go that far. You really think they would do that? I would say that to you. However, uh, we have now entered a new era. <laughs> I think, grab the tinfoil hat, <laughs> follow you down the rabbit hole. And I got to say, like, I, I, uh, I mean this. And just all bets are off. I don't, I can't even imagine. Uh, there is no, and I think that's part of it. Uh, it's part of the toughest part of this is watching. They're really, look at reality and you think, okay, all of these things are possible and there's nothing really at this point that I can say, no, that's off the table. Um, but as you point out, it does seem to be, at least to me, as I watch all these, I, I, hate, I just can't imagine. Maybe that's the toughest part. Imagine that this would, any of this would be full incompetence. It's too organized. It's too well-structured. There's too many things happening um, at the same time. It does seem to me like we are watching the coordinated um, demise of this, of this country, and, um, and it's happening from the inside. That's that's the that's the hardest part about all of this. Um, but I, again, I don't know which one's worse. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate your phone call. Um, this is this is uh, this is again. This is one of these things. When I ask you, what do you think is coming in twenty twenty four? I don't know that there's any wrong answer. Anything is possible. Anything can happen. Norman in Washington on the Glenn Beck program. Norman, yeah, what, I'm, what do you uh, see coming? I'm, yeah, well, I'm uh, going to tell you that uh, that Congress is going to be uh, uh, announcing uh, that they've been uh, keeping uh, us in the dark about, uh, you know, like Roswell uh, debris and uh, <laughs> yeah. different. No, no it's, 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 it's. I don't mean to laugh deal. at it because, again, I, again, I'm not laughing. I'm just saying, like, I, I can't say no to that. Norman, I'm up against the wall. Thank you. I, I appreciate your phone call. Again, just to, just to illustrate it, I don't think he's necessarily wrong. Here's what I'm going to say. People ask me all throughout 2020. In fact, I wrote a book about it. Good news, hope, and encouragement for trying times. I'll talk a little bit about this next hour, but I'm going to tell you this. They ask me all the time, what do you think is going to happen here? What do you think is going to happen there? I will tell you that what I always say, inevitably. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is that God is still on the throne. And so, folks, I will say, uh, like a, a friend of mine says, it hangs out in my chat on, on my radio program on a daily basis, prep hard, pray harder. Good advice for these times. Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. This is... The Glenn Back Program.
is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, I, I gave you a solid dose of uh, reality, and maybe it was too hot. Uh, I, maybe it was too much in the first hour. Justin Barkley and Flip Beck did get messages from people. That is so depressing. Happy New Year. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I got good news. Please don't miss it. I got a heavy, heaping dose of it. In fact, coming up, and don't miss the best news of it all. Yes, we'll touch on the, the latest win uh, President Trump kept on the ballot in Michigan. That's breaking news today. But I, I've got the best news of it all coming up. Well, encouraging and empowering for you. Justin Barkley in for Glenn today in the Glenn Beck Program. Back after this. Your home is so much more than the place you live. It's an investment tool as well. And you can put that tool to use and access the equity that you have as cash to pay off those high interest credit cards. Did you know the average credit card rate now is hovering around 25%? Some people are paying in 30 plus every single month. I mean, it's insane. If you're not paying that debt off in full every month, those fees are adding up and you just can't let that happen, which is why you need to look at your spending, your financing, your debt. Better yet, let American Financing do that for you. This is a family-owned mortgage lender. They're not a bank. You're important to them. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. If you call them today, you might be able to close in as fast as 10 days and even delay two mortgage payments. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of 826 bucks a month. That could be life-changing. So call today, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So I've got to make sure I got to do some cleanup here, but I and I just I want to make sure that I am not misunderstood here. I want to make sure that I um, I get my my point across. Look, I'm I am not a pessimist. Now I'm not a Pollyanna kind of optimist either. I'm a realist, and I, I want to look at, and I believe the best way that we ought to we ought to do this is we ought to look at reality. We ought to have a a, a uh, sobering dose of it on a daily basis, right, to know exactly what we're up against. But here's, here's the difference. This is the turn that I make. And by the way, I think my faith plays a huge role in this. Justin Barkley in today for the Glenn Beck program. Um, and like many of you, look, I just celebrated Christmas with my little girls. I've got two little girls. They are absolutely, they're my whole world. My oldest just turned three. The youngest just turned one. And you can imagine it's quite a time. And this Christmas was like... Well, they're finally the three-year-old finally kind of at a point where she can really understand it all and kind. Of, it's it was just really fun. All the magic of it, of course. Um, I I've I've as a as a dad, I've kind of I've gone through you know, and then like many of you have probably gone through so many of the different things of the last few years and and thinking about the kids and like what do you what do you tell your kids about this and. 
what do you tell your kids about that? And how do you deal with some of these things? And I think as they get older and older, I'm going to get, I'm probably going to have to deal with some of that a little bit, a little bit closer. Um, but, you know, they're still pretty, you know, obviously at three, very innocent. And, you know, I, I while I do think about things and while I do um, deal with reality, uh, I have to kind of shield them from it. But there's a reason why I do what I do. There's a reason why I fight. There's a reason why I continue to share these stories in the news that matters most. It's because of them. They are, uh, in in a lot, a lot of ways, my inspiration. They are my reason for getting up and doing what I do on a daily basis. Staring at the stories. By the way, I've had the last few days off, and it's been glorious. <laughs> I just don't say I don't see things, and I'm not checking in, but I probably am not as plugged in as, as I always am. I've learned a few things over the last few days. Uh, and I've been reminded of a few things as well. But one of them is that no matter how bad it seems, no matter your circumstances, no matter what you're facing and what you are up against, there is always hope. You know, you talk about red pill, you talk about blue pill, and then there's black pill. I don't know if you are familiar. Remember, you, you might actually fall into one of those scenarios and that's why I, I i'm probably a red pill a little more red pill every day trying to wake up to to what we're dealing with and and, and dealing with it on a daily basis but i want to warn you and i have to guard myself from this too never let yourself get too black pilled and what does that mean too uh, not completely skeptical and too pessimistic that it's all over there's nothing we can do I think part of what we're being bombarded with on a daily basis, I often say on my program, it's like drinking from a fire hose. There's never a dull moment. It's story after story after story. In fact, I remember a time, the fact the first time I filled in uh, for Glenn back in 2019, but doing other shows and during the holidays, filling in for people, et cetera, through the years. I remember a time when this was the slowest part of the year and, and, it's slowed down a little bit here and there, but I, I'll i tell you, I mean, you really had to dig to find things to talk about. Not so anymore. There are constantly news updates, headlines, and things that really matter coming at us on a daily basis. That could be wearing. And I believe that some of that is the intention, is to wear us down. I don't mean to preach at you. I don't want to get up on the soapbox, you know, all the time. But I want to tell you that this is the thing that has given me the most hope through it all is no matter what I face, no matter what the headlines are, I know the truth. You know, I had a conversation with Glenn about this a while back and we were talking about his new book and he came on uh, the new uh, radio show that we just launched, a morning show in the De Detroit area. In fact, this is great news for Detroit and for the state of Michigan. It is a new radio station, 9:10 a.m., Detroit's news talk superstation, and it has taken ground like you wouldn't believe. These these folks who put this thing on have uh, worked so hard behind the scenes to bring this type of programming, the Glenn Beck program, my morning show, and all 
the great radio programs that you hear throughout the day to an area that largely for a long time just has not had any sort of real, true, conservative talk radio. Can you imagine a market that size? It just and and many have, would have probably given up on it and said, "Yeah, heck with it." There's nothing we can do. There's nothing you're going to be able to do. You're not going to be able to turn the tide there. But you know, it's a funny thing. When you start giving people the truth, it starts resonating. I don't care if they vote a Democrat. By the way, you're seeing a lot of that happen right now. You're seeing a Blexit happen, a Lexit, as a black, a Latino, Hispanic, whatever. You're seeing a lot of it because they're being confronted with the reality right now, particularly not very happy with Biden, not very happy with Democrats at all. And you're seeing so many of these people speak out about it, particularly in places like Chicago, where they are now seeing the people that have come across the border take over. And they're becoming overwhelmed. They're overwhelming the social safety nets. They're overwhelming the things, the system that they were taking advantage of. Many of these people saying, you're not, you're not really concerned about taking care of us. We want this stopped. And the, the left and the Democrats, the, the machinery is, is it's in peril. It is collapsing. It is falling in on itself right now because it can't handle all of the strain of this. There are people waking up on a daily basis. So that's good news. A place like Detroit getting this programming, 9, 10 a.m. And if you ever want to tune in, you can, 9, 10 a.m. Superstation.com. They're on the... Uh, on the web there, you can listen live, listen local if you'd like as well. But I, I'm just telling you this to tell you that nof there's nothing that is ever hopeless. There is nothing that is ever helpless. But when I talked to Glenn that day, when he came on to talk about his book and the new radio station and et cetera and what it meant, and I told him, I said, you know, I got to tell you, oftentimes I look at these headlines just like you. I, I look, I just don't see the way out. I don't personally see how we turn this thing around. Now, that doesn't stop me from not trying. I went on to say I just feel like outside of some sort of divine intervention, I just don't see it happening. And Glenn lit up. He lit up. Because that's, <laughs> that's not impossible. In fact, it's, it's not impractical. It has happened time and time and time again and again and again in this, in this country and the nation's history. And that's partly why Glenn went on to, to set aside and assign that new covenant. There are good people who are standing up, and I'm telling you, you don't have to do everything, but you just have to do something, and that something is your thing. It is whatever it is that you are called to do. We each have an assignment. We each have a mission. We each have a role that we're meant to play. And I have seen more hope. It, yes, I've seen a lot of craziness. I've seen chaos. I've seen wackadoodle insanity so much more than I've ever seen in my entire life over the last but you know what makes that happen what the amazing thing is that when you're constantly being bombarded with that the miracles 
the moments that that transcend it all. Boy, they just stand out. They are a bright and shining light. And that, that's what this nation and its history is to the rest of the world. I am still hopeful because I know, again, like I said at the end of the last hour, no matter what happens, no matter what the circumstances, I know that God is still on the throne. Now, this nation's history proves. I mean, there are many, many times when it seemed like all was lost, it seemed like it was the end that we experienced. Well, moments that could only be attributed to the miraculous higher power, a divine intervention. And I am hopeful Based, by the way, this is this is not Pollyanna, pie in the sky, but this is based on past performance, past experiences. In fact, I've seen it in my own life, but we've seen it in this nation's history as well. I am hopeful. And that's why I engage. That's why I continue to fight today. I'll tell you how you can do that and maybe a story or two from some people who've been doing that and how it works. It is absolutely incredible when it does. Never lose sight of it. So while we're giving you the news, while we're telling you what's happening, not like a, you want to stick your head in the sand like an ostrich. We want to keep you up to date with it all. While we're doing it, we want to give you a heavy dose of truth, and that's my goal as always as well. So I had to, sorry, I had to clean some. I hope that makes a little bit of sense. I had to clean some of this up for you. I will continue coming up next, and of course, love to hear from you too on the Glenn Beck program. It's 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Justin Barkley, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y. Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. Back after this. How's your car working these days? Let's just say you're driving a vehicle that's out of warranty and it breaks down. Then what do you do besides panic? Auto repair costs are up 20% from last year. Well, if you have a car protection plan from CarShield, panic becomes peace of mind. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down and they can have yours as well. Look, even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive cost. CarShield covers repairs for more than 5,000 parts, from alternators to big-ticket items like transmissions. And there's no long-term contract. You get flexible monthly payments so you can afford and lock in that price that will never go up no matter how many claims you file. And if your car breaks down, you can access CarShield's 24-7 roadside assistance and complimentary towing and rental options. So get coverage like I have. Call CarShield today, 800-227-6100. Save 20% on your plan and lock in your price. Price 800-227-6100, carshield.com slash back. You can catch up with me all over social media. I'm everywhere at Mr. Justin Barkley. That's X and Facebook and Instagram and all of those different places at justinbarkley.com. Um, but I... I I want to make sure that I, I I give you a full heaping uh, 
helping of uh, truth. While I'm giving you the, the, the stories of the day, that's always been my, my goal. In fact, I want to tell you, um, I never, it was never my plan to do what it, what it is exactly that I'm doing today. I, um, I've been doing this radio thing. I've been working in or on the radio since I was in high school, since I was a kid. And um, I've been blessed to be able to do that all this time. But I was doing things kind of like Glenn was at one point. Morning, wacky morning radio shows and working for, uh, you know, rock stations and pop music and all this stuff, playing a lot of music and talking and, and doing those kinds. Never talking about any of the things that we're discussing today. It wasn't really, uh, I don't want to say interesting. It just never really lit my fire. I, you know, I was aware of things, uh, but I just never really loved to talk about it. Now, in the last couple of years, I think have been a wake-up call for all of us. And, in fact, uh, certainly for me, um, one of the things we went through in the middle of all the insanity, in the middle of all the craziness, you know the story, but it it is the story of our firstborn who was a Christmas miracle. In fact, Glenn asked this very audience who I am indebted to beyond words to pray for her when she was born at 27 weeks. About three months early. She was a Christmas miracle, two pounds, six ounces. So the doctors came to us and gave us all of the worst possible worst case scenarios of what could and may would happen to prepare us. But I just refused to believe that there would be any bad situation. My wife's water broke three o'clock in the morning. We raced to the hospital and they told us before when we got on the phone, pack a bag, you're going to be here for a while. We thought we would just be there waiting it out. Five days later, she was born. As I said, she was just a little peanut, just a nugget. Beautiful. cannot tell you everything that I was going through at the time. I cannot tell you everything I was experiencing. I think it's, it's impossible to put it in words, even though that's what I do for a living. I think it's impossible to do it. All I can tell you is that through it all, my wife and I, we felt God's hand through it all. I don't know how we made it through it. And without him, I don't think we would have. And I think that's where we find ourselves in this nation right now. A lot of us going through similar struggles, things that you're having to deal with and handle in your personal life, but we're also dealing with everything that we're dealing with on a daily basis here in the news cycle. It is important now more than ever before to know what's happening, to know what we face, like the doctors had to tell us, here's what could happen, here's what to prepare for, but to know that even though those things are possible and probable. 
there was someone else who had a say in it all. And the faith part was walking it out just like we must do today to know that you and I, each of us have a role to play. I've seen it. Real life, everyday people getting involved in their own backyards. Forget about what's happening in D.C. or the capital of your state. What's happening in your own backyard, in fact, what's happening in your own home matters even more. Each of us has a role to play. We must prepare like it all depends on us. But pray like it all depends on God. And lean into it. And that's what I think we're going to we're going to get the best answers. In fact, I believe we'll get that divine intervention. So that is the good news. In fact, I uh, want to prepare you in some more ways. What do we face? What's the root of all of this? We'll break it down for you. Coming up on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. If you want to improve your shooting accuracy, you need a Mantis X. The Mantis X is a high-tech but easy-to-use system used extensively by the military, and it improves your shooting quality and gives you the confidence in your ability to protect what you love. It's a must-have for every responsible gun owner. Here's how it works. You put the Mantis X onto your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth, and it gives instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct the technique the mantis x it's like a firearms instructor in your pocket 94 percent of shooters improve within 20 minutes just by using mantis x the best shooters in the world do dry fire practice at home every day and the mantis x is the best way to train at home no driving to the range no spending money on range fees or ammo you're gonna save a ton of money and improve your shooting so start improving today get your mantis x at mantisx.com. that's mantisx.com. As the mainstream media perpetuates the left's insanity, we're helping you fight back one truth at a time. More Glenn Beck next. Now, all of this seems a little too coincidental. Is it all incompetence or is it little something more? Is it intentional? That's some of the questions of what we face on a daily basis. We have the border wide open, the massive migrant caravan headed our way, up to 15,000 people, they say, in the next coming days. 730,000 have come across the border, at least they know of, since October alone. 17 in the last month, 17 encountered were on the terror watch list. Those are the ones, again, that they know of. This is just one aspect of a country, nation in decline. And again, it seems like it is. It is on purpose. And maybe it is. In fact, I want to talk a little bit about some of the biggest issues of the things that we're facing daily basis and why. In fact, I've been watching what's happening uh, ever since October 7th uh, in Israel and, of course, throughout the world, as you see, just crazy amount of young people whose brains have completely been turned to mush because they've been attending these colleges where they are pushing one thing or the other on them. But in essence, it's Marxism and they are all in everything I've been watching playing out in their 
case they've been making against Israel has all come down to this narrative of oppressed versus oppressor. And to me, that is at the core of what the Marxists uh, teach and what Karl Marx is all about. Here to shine some light on it. In fact, I thought it'd be great for all of us to get a little bit of a refresher. Jim Simpson, the author of Who Was Karl Marx? The Men, the Motives, and the Menace behind today's rampaging American left and the upcoming book he's written on the way, Manufactured Crisis, The Left's Unrestricted War Against America. Jim, appreciate you joining us today on the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, Justin. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. So, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas while we can still say it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not a thought crime yet. Hey, what about this, though? Because I think it's all tied in. Look, first of all, uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. I know there's a spiritual aspect to this. In fact, I know there's a, quite yeah. a bit of evil involved with Karl Marx and, and his ideologies as well. But have you noticed there are a number of stories this year about satanic altars? At state capitals, and while we're on the topic of Merry Christmas, you know, uh, that is just wild to me. I saw there was one in Iowa. In fact, we have one here in Michigan as well. Uh, yeah. But this is by no mistake, is it? Yeah, no, you know, um, well, I think there's a, a number of things going on. First of all, the entire leftist movement is satanic. And the agendas they are pushing are literally demonic. Mm. Uh, they are literally out to destroy our country, and they don't care who perishes in the process. Um, they rejoice on our decline. They rejoice on our uh, various crises, most of which they instigate on purpose and uh, so there's that as there's the, there's this satanic aspect to all of these things showing up, but it's also a provocation. You know, it's, it's also part of the whole movement to, um, eradicate the idea of Christianity and morality from our society and culture and put up signposts. Mm-hmm. for what is going on, and it it just distresses people more. When you see, you know, satanic rituals and the idea of child sacrifice that supposedly uh, sometimes happens in certain places, uh, and then you look at the reality of what's happening on the border, where our government is literally allowing, not only allowing, but uh, enabling child trafficking. It's it's beyond description. Yeah. There, there is... Beyond description. Jim Simpson with us right now, uh, talking about the really the root of all this. There's an evil side of this, but the Marxism, Karl Marx, a book that you've written about this, all of the division, all the chaos, all the things that we're watching play out, uh, the culture war stuff, but even more so, like the border wide open and all these things. Yeah, it all goes back. And I mentioned earlier the issue with uh, Israel as well, and the way the kids now are saying, "Oh no, we from the river to the sea." You know, they're they're chanting. Oh, they have no idea what any of this means, but they only yeah, they see don't. things through the lens of oppressed versus oppressor. That's that narrative, and yeah. that's kind of the root of that uh, that Marxism, isn't it? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. 
the oppressed versus the oppressor, the capitalists versus the communists and the uh, evil capitalism and oppressive capitalism, racist capitalism. You know, it's it's all these bad things. And and it's all designed to uh, basically it's a it's a divide and conquer strategy. It's all it's ever been. And it's that strategy is old as the hills. It's just put into different words and different formulas. Can you give us some background on Karl Marx and maybe why he came up with these uh, this ideology and and why we're seeing it play out today? Like, what 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 is the root of all of this? Where does it really come from? Well, I, I honestly do believe that the root of it is satanic. I really do believe that, and I say so in that book. Um, but Karl Marx, interestingly, you know, he was raised as a Christian. And in high school, he wrote beautiful Christian poetry, even though his family was, um, you know, Jewish historically, his father converted to Christianity because Jews weren't unable to practice law in uh, Lutheran Germany at the time. So as a practical matter, just about the time Marx was born, he converted to Christianity and he raised Marx as a Christian. And Marx wrote beautiful Christian poetry in high school, but then <laughs> he went off to college. And what happened in college? He uh, fell in with a bad crowd. And, you know, the thing is, he, he came from a very wealthy family. And if you look at any of the prominent Marxists, from the Castro brothers to the Kims in North Korea to Saddam Hussein, to uh, any of these people, uh, uh, Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorton, they're all children of wealth. And, you know, that doesn't necessarily have to be bad, but a lot of children of wealth, if you will notice, have a tendency to think they're entitled, to think they're better than everybody else, to think they have the answers to everything, and they are extremely proud and that was Marx and he supposedly fell in with a bad crowd some even say a satanic crowd Richard Wormbrand who was a uh, Catholic priest tortured by uh, the Eastern European government where he lived um, uh, he, he founded Voice of the Martyrs he's dead now but he also wrote the book Marx and Satan where he talks about Marx falling in with uh, a satanic group. And, you know, whatever else you might say, Marx fell in with a group that was very radical, and Marx began parroting the communist line. He didn't come up with communism. There had already been communes in Paris, but he was perhaps its best salesman, and he and his... uh, cohort uh, Friedrich Engels wrote the Communist Manifesto in 1948, but Marx himself was a greedy, selfish, parasitic slob. He never bathed. His mother bugged him weekly to wash his clothes. He, uh, he, was, uh, he, he impregnated his maid and then blamed Friedrich Engels for it. 
and Engels raised the child as his own and didn't admit it was Marx's until he was on his deathbed. Um, Marx had two children commit suicide and a son-in-law. He had three children die of malnutrition. And while his wife was running around looking for a coffin for one of their kids, Marx spent money to employ what a writer called a loutish, libidinous, and otherwise useless secretary because he felt like a man of his stature had to keep up appearances. He was a total fraud. He spied on his uh, communist friends for the German government. <laughs> he, he, Before he became a communist, he said, we can answer communism with one uh, thing out of the barrel of a cannon. <laughs> so he, he was nuts. He was nuts. And he was extremely proud, extremely angry. And he was basically the archetype of the kind of person that he claimed to hate. Jim Simpson is with us right now. He's the author of Who Was Karl Marx? Uh, the reason I bring this up, uh, and we had this conversation about the book and, and, and really the, the, the root of all of this, is that... Right. I think in, 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 in order to be able to fight back effectively, you got to really understand what you're up against, what we're facing. And, Jim, yeah. I want to, we got to take a break here, but I want to come back sure. because, again, um, we've been dealing with some very serious times. We're dealing with some very serious issues, but no matter how bad and uh, how hopeless and helpless it may feel, I don't believe that's ever the case. I do believe that we still have an opportunity. In fact, uh, one of those opportunities to fight back, uh, we must do that right now, not only in our, our own lives, but uh, also very publicly as well. Yeah. How can we empower future generations to do the same? Because this thing's not going anywhere. It's, it seems like it's festering. How, it, how can we fight back? Jim, I want to get some solutions from you when we continue right after this. It's Justin Barkley today on the Glenn Beck Program. We're back next. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why my pillow now has my towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now my pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherper cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towels six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. fast through the uh, the hour here and I'm up against a break here but Jim Simpson is on with us he's the author of who was Karl Marx and the root of a lot of the things that we're facing today is just Marxism the question is 
how do you deal with this? Really, you have to know exactly what you're facing. I recommend pick up his book, but not only that, uh, Jim, I wanted to ask you, what are the solutions here? What do we need to know? How can we fight this in our own lives and as a country? Yeah. Well, if you don't mind, I'll make a quick plug for my book. Uh, Glenn himself said that book should be in every household in America after he read it. And um, the longest chapter is devoted to solutions to all the problems we face. And, you know, there are no easy solutions. You know, I've spoken all over the say, answer, a simple answer, take a pill, you know, uh, uh, go to the store, buy something. They want a simple, there are no simple answers. This is a, this is, we are in a fight. This is World War Three, and we are in a fight for the future well, for the existence of our country. And, and I don't think that's an overstatement, the existence of our country. You know, I wrote two books. Uh, one, one was um, the, both the Red-Green Axis, both of them about immigration and refugee resettlement. And, you know, the first one was called uh, the Red-Green Axis, the Agenda to Erase America. Refugees, immigration, and the agenda to erase America, because that's really what it is. They want to bring in so many people from so many parts of the world that our culture, our society, our understanding, our constitutional form of government just basically disappears. And it becomes a nation of people who will all vote Democrat because they know which side of the uh, uh, bread is getting buttered. And so that's all that, well, that's part of what that's about. And it's all about creating chaos and crisis after crisis, overwhelming us with various crises. And as you know, I wrote extensively on the Cloward Piven strategy of manufactured crisis, and that's the basis for my upcoming book. But uh, we need to basically create a parallel society that works. And, you know, as a governor, Ron DeSantis demonstrated that in Florida by having same policies and everybody in the world started <laughs> flooding to Florida, you know, and, and, and yeah. other other states, other Republican states have done the same thing. Most, hey, hey, uh, hey, Jim, I've got it. We're up yeah, against the clock here. Let me just ask, where can people follow you or find out more? Because they know they're going to want to get the book. Jim Simpson, who was Karl Marx? Go to crisisnow.net, crisisnow.net. That has my archives of articles that I've written since 2005. And there are some recent ones from Capital Research Center that I put up on the great global warming heist and, and others. But, uh, yeah, crisisnow.net. We make sure that uh, we'll get that up on the show notes page over at justinbarkley.com and a stack as well if you uh, if you want to check it all out always a pleasure thank you jim simpson the author of who was Karl marx more coming up next hour tackling the tough topics of the day with solutions you can use barkley and for glenn beck today this is the glenn beck program
here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. A massive migrant caravan, another one, headed our way, thousands and thousands ready to cross the border, 730,000 in recent days alone. We'll head down to the border and get the latest in Arizona coming up. Plus a little observation. You know, I've had some time off for the holidays. A couple of things I noticed. It's interesting when you turn it all off. One thing that I I thought worth mentioning, because you might enjoy this too. A warning, but some good news after this. Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. Your car is like an extension of you, am I right? It goes wherever you go, from work to the gym, picking up the kids, dining out, visiting grandma. So when your car breaks down, it's kind of like you're breaking down. At least you will from the cost of fixing it. Am I right? But fear not, because Car Shield has your back like they've had mine with my trucks up at the ranch. Don't worry about how much it's going to cost to fix your car when it breaks down because you'll have a protection plan like I do with Car Shield. It covers more than 5,000 parts from alternators to big ticket items like transmissions. You pay by the month with no long-term contract commitment and the cost will never go up thanks to Car Shield's price lock guarantee. No matter how many claims you file, no matter what happens with inflation, you're stuck on the side of the road. Access CarShield's 24-7 roadside assistance. Get going now. Call 800-227-6100, 800-227-6100, or go to carshield.com slash Beck and save 20%. carshield.com slash Beck. One of the stories that matter most today in the Glenn Beck program, Justin Barclay in for Glenn today. And I've been spending some time uh, with family and a little time off. And for the honor, the pleasure, the privilege of uh, getting a chance to spend some time with you today in the next couple of days as uh, Glenn continues, prepares to come back next week. But I, I got to tell you, there's something that happens when you go into a shutdown <laughs> i haven't had like a i want to say real time off vacation whatever you want to call it. i haven't had one in a while years maybe and i uh, got a chance to really kind of shut it all off and do that spend some time with family getting ready for a trip and all that and i um you know i got the two little girls three and one and anytime you pack the kids up it is like Man, the older I get, I can tell you, I feel like I just saw a meme that said this to Chevy Chase. Maybe he wasn't really all that off <laughs> in, the, in the National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. That scene where he goes nuts with the chainsaw, <laughs> maybe he wasn't really all that far off. Um, you know, as a dad, you start to kind of you, you start to settle into some of those moments. We're going to pack the kids in a van and drive across the country and. And that in itself is a whole ordeal. But I, I took the car to get it washed. And then I've got to do the inside and out. Because as you know, uh, when when you have kids, and especially in this age, they have like 5, 10 pounds of crumbs and junk and who knows what inside their car seats at all time. And you, 
get all that vacuumed out and cleaned up. And and I, I pull the car in, and then this is one of the, you, you go inside and wait for it. So I go into the waiting room, and I sit down. And what I noticed kind of blew me away. Now, I'm kind of like maybe you in some ways where I like to, I'm on my phone quite a bit. I mean, it's constantly in my hand, um, probably too much than it, too much than it should be. And, and, and I'm looking at headlines because you kind of always have to stay plugged in the work that I do. I always have to look and see and everything. And I, don't, I'm, I don't always have to be on top of every single breaking piece of information, but I kind of do need to know and this day, because I was off, I just had the freedom where I could take the leash off for a moment and thought, okay, I'm going to put that down for a bit. So I put my phone down. It was in my pocket. And I settled into my seat in the waiting room of this car wash. And what took about 15 minutes, maybe a little bit more, for the car to come through in that line, I sat there with my phone in my pocket intentionally, which is crazy in itself, but I sat there with my phone in my pocket and I had a really strange thought come over me. As I looked around the rest of the waiting room, there were about oh, two, three other people inside. And they were doing the same thing. I was waiting for their car to come through and doing what I probably would have been doing had I had my phone <laughs> out of my pocket in my hand. Scrolling, texting, typing, beeping, tapping, whatever it was, I'm sure it was very important. And I just had this thought to myself, this is part of our problem. This is part of our, our illness in America, in the modern world. Now, I'm not saying cell phones are a bad thing. Phones are bad altogether. I'm not saying technology bad. What I would like to do sometimes is I would like to go live, take the family, and and go live in a cabin in the middle of the woods somewhere off grid. Just turn it all off. There are times I have that fantasy, but I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to tell you. Like, look, the more time we get between then and now, I think the Unabomber, I get to go back and look at his ideal on technology. Maybe he had a couple of things right. No, no, certainly a lot of things he didn't have right. But, you know, I started to think, wow, isn't this something? I look at the hold that technology has, and I've allowed it. We've allowed it. Sitting in the lobby of that car wash without a phone in my hand, I couldn't help but notice how out of place I felt. My phone in my pocket, and I'm the only one. Everyone else is typing and scrolling feverishly, almost like it's their job. And I thought to myself, maybe, maybe that's kind of what we've been programmed to do. I'm just sitting there quietly. 
But I'm wondering, like, what would this have looked like 20 years ago? 30. What would have looked like if we went back to that same room? And the reason I started thinking about it is the, the car wash is a little dated. It's been there for ages. And the inside looked dated. I thought I was transported back to what that would have been 20 years ago. Well, you know what would have been different about the whole scene? We would have been having conversations with each other. I don't know. The weather, our kids, are you got all your Christmas shopping done? You know, the small talk, the little things that really don't mean much, but at the end of the day, they are everything. It is our way of just relating to one another on a very basic human level, and it is one that we lose on social media. Now, there are times that you get to have great conversations. There are times where you get to see some really amazing things. In fact, I got one of them I'm going to share with you coming up in a little bit. Just to prove that social media, technology, and all it's not all bad. But I got to tell you. I just didn't. I couldn't let this moment slide because I, I, I was made aware immediately of what I have allowed to happen in my life. Now, you, some of you are probably thinking you're listening to this. Well, I don't have a phone, or I don't listen. I get, I don't need a phone, and I. Well, this is the problem. You know, you're well. Maybe you're ahead of this, and you're better off for it. But even if you have a phone and you depend on it because you have to stay in constant contact, your work, whatever it might be, I don't know, maybe there's something that you and I can take away from this, maybe in your personal life, but even maybe bigger picture, the societal level of what we're looking at on a daily basis. Why are we constantly at each other? Because that's the way they want it. You and I are Every single day, from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed, we are at each other's throats because that's by design. You heard Jim Simpson mention it last hour. If you're listening, the author of Who's Karl Marx and part of the tactic, the strategy to take this country down is divide and conquer. And it's a strategy as old as time, as he mentioned. That's exactly what's happening on a daily basis. We're constantly being pitted against each other. Now, I will stand up, and I will call evil, evil. And I will speak out. But I will also be the first one to tell you that your enemy is not your neighbor. Chances are. <laughs> that's not the case. Even as Americans, I know we tend to see each other as left and right, Republicans, Democrats, all these different categories. They've got us all divided and split up into in this tribal way of thinking because that's how you maintain control over a society that increasingly, through things like technology, phone, communication, etc., have the ability now more than ever to, to stand up, to fight back, to take back their freedom, their country, their lives in ways that they never had before. 
I look at technology, my phone. I look at it as a tool, just like I do anything else. It's like fire. It's like firearms. It has amazing power. I think it was Edison who said of electricity, it can either cook your meal or cook the man. It's something that we have to be aware of. We have to have a, I think, a, a sober and strong respect for. But you know, as I sat in that car wash waiting room at the lobby, I noticed a guy next to me starting to put his phone away because he saw his car rolling up. So that was his cue. He could put it down. It was his chance there on the phone to escape, to go someplace else, to think of something else, to do something else, to not have to be confronted with reality and have that small talk with the person next to him. Like, even the girl at the front of the desk there tapping and flipping and who knows what she was doing. She only put her phone down for, for a moment just to answer the old-fashioned wired model that was right on the desk when a customer rang with a question. Even as I gazed out the window to the fishbowl, the wash bay, the two guys waiting to dry their cars right out in front, they were there with towels as the cars rolled through. Even one of them leaning up against the wall, propped up and pecking away. Then, a faint hint of some sort of Spanish audio wafting down the halls. A man with his phone in his hand, Moses on end, the speaker blaring something. I can't really tell what it is, but it's some sort of presentation, maybe a TED Talk in Habla Espanol. I'm not exactly sure, but he had it held up to his ear so he could listen, and he was listening intently. Just think about this for a moment. Why do we do it? Why do we feel compelled, pulled by the dopamine hits? Or, as it's our duty, or as I said earlier, like our job to be on these things. They're probably listening to me on one right now. In fact, well, that's something I endorse. But what's really going on? Well, I want to give you some good news about these things, too. But there is a young woman who has nailed it. She is a, uh, a poet, so to speak, on social media. And she's gone viral for her piece. It called, Maybe It Was the Damn Phones. <laughs> you hear what the next generation is saying as they start to wake up. I believe some good news. You'll hear what they have to say about it. As I start to wipe the sleep from their eye, the crust, and start to see the reality of what we're all facing now. After this, Justin Barclay in for Glenn today, the Glenn Beck Program. Your home is so much more than the place you live. It's an investment tool as well. And you can put that tool to use and access the equity that you have as cash to pay off those high interest credit cards. Did you know the average credit card rate now is hovering around 25%? Some people are paying in 30 plus every single month. I mean, it's insane. If you're not paying that debt off in full every month, those fees are adding up and you just can't let that happen, which is why you need to look at your spending, your financing, your debt. Better yet, let American Financing do 
do that for you. This is a family-owned mortgage lender. They're not a bank. You're important to them. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. If you call them today, you might be able to close in as fast as 10 days and even delay two mortgage payments. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of 826 bucks a month. That could be life-changing. So call today, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, Uh, it is uh, Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program, and I put my phone down to have this conversation with you about technology, the phones, and the division that's made possible only through such means as social media. Now, it's not all bad. Not all of it. In fact, I, I think a lot of it can be very good. In fact, it could be a tool, and in many cases it is used as a tool to fight back in this war that's currently going on. Informing each other, encouraging each other, if we use the tool in a responsible and positive way, you know, like a firearm to protect yourself or fire to heat your home or cook your meal, whatever it might be, right? These tools can be very effective, but they can also... They can also do damage. And it's just something for us to be aware of. Again, I point these things out so that we can be aware of them. That awareness, it, 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 it drives, empower, we can become empowered to, to take action and, and make a difference. This is a poem performed by a uh, young lady named Corey Jane. She is um, on Instagram and TikTok and all those different places that, that you would you would think of. Uh, and she nails it with her rendition of maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was the damn phones. Take a listen to this were right it was the damn phones we laughed when we were children hearing it's that snapgram and insta chat and face talk they didn't understand they couldn't even say it right i thought i knew better than them they didn't know what it was like having a world at the tip of our fingers we scroll through the trash so much we have headlines tattooed on our skin wires for veins ai for a brain and they may not have under understood but they were right it is the damn phones a drug in my pocket dependent on stimulation but can we blame us we were but children when they were given we didn't know how to stop it if i added up all the hours i spent on a screen existential dread and regret would creep in so i ignore this fact by typing away and it's not like i can throw away my phone it's how we communicate it's how we relate it's the medicine that is surely making our souls die i used to say i was born in the wrong generation but i was mistaken for do i not do everything i say i hate when i look in the mirror i see a ghost staring back i try not to think too much about who i would be without technology the character behind the phone screen has become self-aware almost worse than being naive for i know it's poison but i drink anyways we used to be scared of robots gaining consciousness a lie by the media companies to keep us distracted as to not ourselves become conscious of the mess that they have created we are the robots we are the products and so i sit and i scroll and i rot on repeat sit and scroll and rot until my own thoughts are what is being fed to me on tv until my own feelings are wrapped in celebrities until my body is but a tool of my political identity and so i sit and i scroll and i rot and so i post on the internet how the internet has failed us so that i do not fail my internet presence i think our parents were right it was the damn phones wow as a father 
I struggle thinking about my daughter and what kind of a world she's going to inherit and what are we doing knowingly or unknowingly with our kids? What do I allow her to watch? The phone? Some screen? A cartoon? The TV? Why do I just kick her outside and say go play? <laughs> like we did. And how much of it, how much of it is the cause for many things that we are dealing with today and what the young girls have to deal with that they're going through. The social media, the constant judgment, the feeling that they have to always add up, you know, and what that must be like for them. It is incredible. It's not all bad, though. Boy, there are some very encouraging, some very hope-filled moments that are captured online. They're shared with the world, and they uplift us all. In fact, I'll share one of them before the program is up. Back next, Justin Barclay in for Glenn today. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why my pillow now has my towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now my pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherper cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towels six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit glenbeck.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Our next guest is a former Army intelligence officer who served in Saudi Arabia and recently endorsed by President Trump in Arizona in the 08 congressional race. Been sounding the alarm on Houthi terrorists for two months. He's been up close and personal on that, of course, the border as well. I want to talk about uh, a couple of these conversations. The big topics uh, on the on the radar here in the last couple of days. Abe Hamaday joins us now. Appreciate you being here with us this morning and uh, on the Glenn Beck program. Abe, how are you? Good to be with you, Justin. I'm great. Thank you. You ran for attorney general in uh, in in Arizona, and uh, earlier I had a Freudian slip and said that uh, you won. I meant you run for attorney general, but there are people that would still make that case today. I I, uh, I actually think I won, Justin. You know, it was the closest race in Arizona history. It was 280 votes difference out of 2.5 million, and there are still 9,000 uncounted ballots. We're still in litigation. 
But we know what the Democrats and these crooks do. So um, we're fighting another direction. And when President Trump endorsed me earlier this month, you know, I told him, you know, Mr. President, you were able to give me and Arizonans justice that no court has been able to. And, you know, I'm really honored to be endorsed by him. But, you know, we're still in that election, election litigation, but now we're on to Congress as well. So this is a multi-front war that we're fighting to save our country. So speaking of which, uh, today we get the news out of Michigan that the Supreme Court in Michigan said, no, we're not going to take President Trump off the ballot here. Uh, interesting stats on this. In fact, that the court here in Michigan uh, skews liberal now. Um, it, it hadn't always, but it does. And the, the ruling came in uh, 4-3 with the dim majority ruled 6-1. So the 4-3 dim majority ruled 6-1 on this, that they were not going to take up this appeal. Uh, as an attorney general on this, I'm sure you're watching all of that, or as a candidate for attorney general, you're watching all of that. Um, and some of the other issues, obviously, Colorado. And, and this is something they keep banging away at. They're trying to get him off the ballot. Uh, doesn't, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Do you think that's really going to be an effort that's fruitful or no? Well, I, I think regardless if it's fruitful, you see what they're doing and how they're distracting the American people. And the lengths they're going to destroy the foundations of the law to yeah. stop President Trump and this movement from taking power, and the power belongs to the people. So this is a direct attack on the people themselves, Justin. And I'm glad to see that Michigan still, the Supreme Court out there, is seems to be upholding the rule of law. And, uh, you know, Colorado was... <laughs> it, what's really scary to me, Justin, is the Colorado Supreme Court, you know, with that decision, these are older Democrats. Uh, lawyers and judges. Now imagine the ones getting out of law school nowadays, how radicalized they are. <laughs> so this this is really a recipe for disaster. Looking, mm -hmm. This is why, you know, I was the youngest statewide candidate for uh, office in 2022, and I'm still, you know, rather young, but this is my generation's fight. We are fighting for the soul of our country. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what they're doing all across, I, I just posted a a tweet graphic about all these active lawsuits going on. It's really, this is election interference. This is what third world countries do, and everybody's recognizing it. So I hope and I believe it is waking up a lot of people to the nastiness of the Democrats. And, and to be quite honest, a lot of the weak-kneed Republicans as well who are not standing shoulder to shoulder with President Trump. Nothing says defending democracy more than taking somebody off the ballot and not even letting the people vote. It's it's really insanity, isn't it? It's um it's it's quite sad because our founding fathers would be ashamed of us for what we've tolerated over the past few years. They have destroyed every single institution and they're they're going after the the system of justice that keeps our country together. So I am terrified of that, but that's why I'm looking forward to going to Congress uh, with President Trump in the White House, with Carrie Lake in the Senate, who's also fantastic here in Arizona, and she's been fighting uh, her election litigation as well. So, you know, this movement has really wakened up so many patriots and people who have never run for office before because we want our country back because we've seen what they're doing and the lengths they're going to do to try to maintain their, their corrupt power.
Abe Hominay with us right now. He's running for Congress in Arizona, ran for attorney general there, now is Congress in Arizona in that race. Uh, your border is is wide open. You've seen it, I'm sure, uh, up close and personal, and the governor there doesn't mm-hmm. want to do anything about it. It's it's uh, it's a mess. Even John Fetterman, I never thought I would agree with this guy, <laughs> but several times recently I've agreed with Senator Fetterman on this. It's a mess. A lot of people are waking up to this issue. There is no... Uh, way around it. What I mean, we, we, we've got a, a caravan coming in right now. They say fifteen thousand. It looks like seven hundred thirty thousand encounters since October alone. Seventeen on the terrorist watch list. I think it was in November that we know about. Right. It's it's right in your own backyard. It's insanity, and you know, with Fetterman, you're right. I think he had a reset because um, I, I heard him criticizing Bob Menendez uh, with his gold bars that he was taking yeah. from Asia. Uh, gold so, bars, Bob. But, <laughs> but if you look at the border, you know, they just closed down a legal port of entry here in Arizona, the Lukeville port of entry. And yeah. so think about this, Justin. They're, they're keeping Americans out, but allowing illegals in. I mean, this is it's a disaster that people may not see unless they're on the border, because, you know, when I go down there and I've toured it many, many times, it is literally open. I mean, you have a line of hundreds and hundreds of people every single morning, and they're just waiting to get on these buses provided by the government and Border Patrols acting as de facto travel agents. And they're shipping them across, you know, here in Phoenix, you go to the Phoenix airport, the Tucson airport, it's quite scary. These people don't have IDs. They have Ziploc baggies. They look, they're very disheveled and they're getting on these airplanes with, you know, with uh, all these commercial airliners and just being transported all across our country. So if people don't think the border affects them in their, in their state, because they're in Michigan, for instance, or, you know, Maine or wherever it's, it's, they're shipping them everywhere. And eight to 10 million people coming across our country in the last three years, it's absorbed into every single city. And that's why you're seeing even Chicago's mayor, you know, Brandon Johnson, the most radical communist mayor, even he's, you know, now uh, appalled by this because he has to live with the consequences of the policies that they support. And same with New York uh, Mayor Eric Adams. So, you know, finally, I think people have woken up and I think a lot of it had to do with sending those buses out to those cities to wake these people up. And but they're they're incredible drain on our resources. And you're exactly right with the terrorists who are coming across. But it's not just radical Islamist terrorists. Just I mean, there's Chinese spies who are flocking in. And with my district and congressional district eight in Arizona, you know, we have the TSMC, one of it's the biggest chip manufacturer in the world that came from Taiwan. So, of course, there's going to be Chinese spies everywhere. They're all coming in through our open border because the rest of the world understands that it's completely open and that Biden is not enforcing any aspect of it. So, you know, this is one of those policies where, you know, Republicans in the House, this is where we need the White House back and why it's so important to get President Trump elected once again. But it is uh, we are no longer a country with the way our border is being operated. And uh, every everybody, all of our enemies are taking advantage of it. They're not stupid. They're, why would they try to come in legally? They can just go in across our southern border. And that's what's happening right here in Arizona and Texas and all across our southern border. To this uh, other issue that is another very big pressing issue, uh, Abe Hominay with us right now running for Congress uh, out of Arizona. You, uh, you had firsthand some experience with this as a former Army intelligence officer serving in Saudi Arabia there. But the, the issue... Uh, that we're seeing with uh, obviously the 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 
the, the attacks coming from these terrorist organizations, the Houthis particularly. I guess the Drudge Report this morning was like, U.S. shoots down 12 suicide drones, three anti-ship missiles, two land attack missiles fired by Houthis. Um, and the Biden administration uh, has just taken the opposite direction of, of common sense on this whole thing. Yeah, that's exactly right. And for your listeners to know about the history of the Houthis, the Houthis came to power in Yemen in 2015. They're equivalent to the Taliban in Afghanistan. So almost no country recognizes them as a legitimate government of Yemen. But what was really interesting, Justin, I served in Saudi Arabia with the U.S. Army under both President Trump and Biden. So when I was there under Trump, we had the Abraham Accords that was creating peace all across the Middle East. Trump administration labeled the Houthis as a terrorist organization because they were firing missiles at us while I was in Saudi Arabia. I mean, missiles were coming in all the time from the Houthis. But when Biden took office within his first two weeks, he decided to delist them as a terrorist organization. It never made any sense because they were still firing missiles at us even after he delisted Mm -hmm. them. So this policy of appeasement toward Iran has been real because Iran funds the Houthis. They give them the weapons, the missiles. I mean, these are a ragtag group, and yet they have these missiles that are launched thousands of miles away. These are, they have capabilities of hitting Israel deep into Saudi Arabia, and now you're seeing them going after American warships and even commercial vessels. So I've been, I called on this way back in October before many people were even on it, saying that we need to relist them as a terrorist organization. And that would help stop a lot of their financial uh, transactions. But the Biden administration still has not redesignated them as a terrorist organization. So you look at the whole Middle East and the whole world, quite frankly, is on fire right now because uh, the Biden administration is so incompetent, or some people might say it's intentional. And uh, it's, it's appalling to see because it's not just affecting Israel, but it's affecting global commerce, it's affecting our troops. I mean, there's been a hundred attacks on our military service members since October. And look, look at the response, because all it is is we're not even responding proportionately. Right now, we're waiting for them to attack a vessel, and then we go and shoot down a drone. We need to be taking out these sites before they're launching these missiles. We have that capability, but this is what's happening. The Biden, Blinken foreign policy is a complete disaster. And, uh, and by the way, a lot of these, these Houthis and Hezbollah, I mean, they're coming through our southern border right now as well. I mean, you just mentioned the 17 who came in in November, but there's been over 100 and probably 80 now who are people who came across our southern border who are on the terrorist watch list. And those are only the ones who are apprehended. Yeah. So imagine the ones who are not coming in. And uh, when I was in Saudi Arabia, one of the one of the things I was tasked to doing I was I was I went there after the 2019 Pensacola terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. If your listeners remember that, it was yeah. a Saudi Arabian pilot who was invited to the United States by our government, killed four service members. And that's why I've also ca- told I've also called on the Biden administration to put a pause on foreign military training in the United States from these from these countries that don't have good vetting. So it's a huge problem and I look forward to going into Congress to solve a lot of this by by redesignating the, the the Houthis as a terrorist organization, by labeling the drug cartels as a terrorist organization. We can do a lot more right now if we had the courage in Congress to do something. Abe Hamid, I definitely have to have you back. Uh, uh, we're up against the clock right now, but abeforaz.com. Folks want to find out more online at abeforaz.com. I enjoy your comments, its approach, and, and thank you for, for being a, 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 I like this, happy warrior in the fight. I love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have to be happy warriors, Gus, and I really appreciate the time. It was, it was great being on with you. I couldn't agree more. Thank you, my friend. Abe Hamaday. All right, coming up again, I don't know how this happened, but I, again, I, uh, I think I agree with uh, John Fetterman. I don't know how this happened. What has he said? The latest? You'll hear that coming up after this. Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Personal safety for you and your family is a year-round priority. If you haven't developed a plan, put buying Berna Less Lethal Pistol at the top of your 2024 resolution list. That's B-Y-R-N-A. When you're looking for protection, you need a reliable tool that can send potential threats running in the opposite direction. Berna is the answer. Check out Berna's launcher platform and their revolutionary 12-gauge shotgun ammo that is compatible with all standard 12-gauge pump-action shotguns. These devastating rounds can dent a metal door from 75 feet away and are rated as less lethal. There's no recoil when shooting the Berna 12-gauge rounds and ear protection isn't required. Berna has eliminated trigger hesitancy when it comes to self-defense, and Berna is completely legal in all 50 states, no permits or background checks required. Berna is proudly American, with a manufacturing facility located in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Berna.com radio right now to enjoy an exclusive 10% discount on your purchase. Choose Berna for peace of mind and protection. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot radio. of amazing videos here. One, I, I just can't believe I agree with him again. John Fetterman, Senator Fetterman, making sense again. If you look at the, the numbers, it's almost 270,000 encounters, and that's uh, that's a lot. It's not uh, xenophobic to have a conversation about border security. That is from a Democrat. Wow. And Fetterman, of all people, I guess I can understand him, number one, he made sense. If then he made sense, it's amazing. Again, we, we're talking about technology and social media, but there's some amazing things that can come out of it. In fact, I just shared this. I'm over on X. In fact, all social media, at Mr. Justin Barkley, you can see this. Uh, again, and I'll make sure that you can uh, get it. It's up at the top right now. Only way to describe this is a God moment. Chick-fil-A in North Carolina. One of the folks who work for them uh, is undergoing breast cancer surgery, and the manager or one of the employees on duty at the time stops service there to pray for that woman who was about to have that surgery as we speak. We have one of our team members that is starting surgery right now uh, for breast cancer, and we'd like to say a short prayer for her if you would like to join us. Uh, it's Miss Trish, so we all know her out in our dining room. Uh, today's a rough day for us, so we're hoping that things go well. And so this will just take a second. We're going to try to do this as fast as we can, so if you bow your heads. And the I'm not great at this, but I'm going to do my best. The entire restaurant joining in with them. Please just protect Miss Trish. Wow. Surgery today. Please give the surgeon a steady hand as they uh, perform the needed surgery on her. And please keep everybody in the the surgery room, uh, let them be at their best today, we have sharp minds and clear heads as they work on her. Uh, we need her back here, uh, she is our light, she is the pillar in the community for us, and everybody here loves her so much, and please, please just protect her, 
and get her back here uh, to brighten our days, all of our days, as soon as you can. The camera pans around the entire restaurant. Every head is bowed. In a Chick-fil-A, some church happening. One of the least expected places. You you just never know. And that, folks, that is the picture of the real America. Not this divided and conquered land that they want to show us all over the media. Get that again on X at MrJustinBarkley.com. We'll put it up on the stack as well. JustinBarkley.com. Back tomorrow for Glenn. Make it a great day. God bless. This is the Glenn Beck Program.